Hello? Hello! Hi! I think I hear myself echoing in the background of your audio. Oh, wait, nope, not, not anymore. Good. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we're good. Sounded Excellent. slightly sketchy for a moment, but we're good. Very sorry. <laughs> I don't think it's your fault. All right. Well, that's a good start. Yeah. So, how how's your week been and all the craziness? It's not like I saw you like two days ago. What? I know, right? It's been like, what, seven years? Eight? Yeah. Eight years. Something eight like years. That. Definitely eight. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, you know, just chilling out. I had a long weekend this time. My school had a teacher work day Friday, and then we got Veterans Day off, which is actually tomorrow. So this is uh, being recorded. Uh, November tenth. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> so I got a four day weekend, which was great. Yeah, I'm um, kind of super jealous about that. Not gonna <laughs> lie. That's true. I definitely enjoyed it. And hey, we got you back because your school had uh, fall break. You had two weeks off in October, and we got nothing. So <laughs> I am very pleased about this. I am uh, totally fine. I guess it. I guess it all evens out. But you got two yeah. weeks of summer, so like I'm not seeing the whole evening out thing. But you know, That's whatever. True. We only get. Well, we only get like one week off in winter and one week off in spring, so. Oh, okay. Now I'm seeing the evening out. There you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, why am I here again? Why oh. are we here? What's the meaning of life? Um, can't exactly answer that question without getting into many. That's a lot of thoughts that aren't all bookful, but some are very book. Ooh. Anyway, we're here to record. Uh, I think we're here talking about pasta because it was highly requested. Oh yeah, pasta. Okay, well, that's fun. I like. I do like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I have two options for you because I did as minimal research on this as possible because I know this is your area of expertise. Uh huh. But with my minimal amount of research, you have two options. I can either throughout the episode randomly say or try to say most likely butchering different types of pasta as i was googling i looked up just a bunch of types of pasta and i found many that i've never heard of before so i could Uh say those throughout the episode randomly or i could randomly give out many pasta facts that i found fun facts about pasta randomly Hmm. throughout the episode so which would you like me to just randomly interrupt and just hear random things that's actually a pretty tough choice, not gonna lie. I do like the rand I do like the addition of random facts. Not gonna lie. Okay. However, I am kind of interested to hear the pasta names that you found. You, you wanna um, hear me embarrass myself by not being able to pronounce things? Possibly just a little. <laughs> uh, I, I can do both if you'd really like. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, I like that plan even more. Oh no. What am I getting myself into? <laughs> I'll start us off with this first type of pasta, tagliatelle. All okay. I know about it is it's a ribbon pasta. Uh huh. That's all well, I can tell you. <laughs> fair enough. That is one more pasta name that I did not know that you do. So great job. <laughs> I didn't know it before I hit search in Google, but it's fine. <laughs> 
That, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, and our first fun pasta fact is that World Pasta Day is October 25th. Dang it, I missed it. I Why know. didn't anybody tell me this sooner? I didn't know it until... So I found an article that I'll link in the show notes. Okay. About, like, World Pasta Day, seven fun facts about pasta or something. And mm-hmm. I found that, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I opened the article again to do them for this episode, and I saw that it said World Pasta Day, and then the date on it, and I was like, wait. <laughs> So I found out when World Pasta Day is. Hold on, let me check my sources and make sure I'm accurate. When I'm saying that World Pasta Day is October 25th, maybe mm-hmm. this article lied to me. Let's find out. It did not. It is every year on October 25th. Excellent. Oh, I have something to look forward to besides Halloween then, next October. Yes, add it to your I calendar. Will... That is the day you must quit all other obligations and just make pasta. That's true. That's very true. I will. It is a hundred percent now an excuse I will use against my parents to make like ten pounds of pasta in one day. That is this many is pounds of pasta. Yes, it is. But you see, Costco has. I live in an area where Costco exists. Hallelujah, because <laughs> it is amazing. Their rotisserie chickens are literally gold. Hashtag sponsored, but not really sponsored. Um, we're not sponsored. If we were sponsored by Costco, we'd be, we'd be living a much bigger life. And we'd crank out episodes like 10 at a time because everything's like huge at Costco, so we gotta be huge too. We want to <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they have these like 10 pound flour bags for like $25. You know how much pasta you can make with 10 pounds of flour? A lot of pasta. I was about just to so say you know. a whole bunch. <laughs> it's true. Like enough to feed a mid-sized Italian family for like two months, I'm sure. <laughs> Fun fact, in uh, um, certain Italian houses, it truly is believed that pasta is one of the best things that you can eat for your, yourself. And many people around the world eat things like pasta every single day. Not a stereotype Italian houses. There's plenty of American houses that do that too. And all sorts of different racial groups that do that. Because pasta's actually been a very staple food product of many, many countries. Um, to get Cite into this. Sources. Cite my source. On the Noodle Road. This, this is a book, and I can probably send you the stuff about it. But Yeah, show notes. send me the thing. I'll leave a Goodreads or an Amazon link in the show notes. Because we cite our sources. Exactly, because we are responsible human beings. We are. Um, or I'll just leave like the name of the book and the author's name. That's what I did for our first episode. So I might just do that so people can look it up themselves. But Because links are tricky in show notes. That is true. That is very true. Um, where was I? Wait, oh, that's right. Um, so this is coming from On the Little Road, which is citing a different article. I think it's a Wikipedia article. But... Um, these are the books, so here you go. It says, um, in 2002, archaeologists found an earthenware bowl containing the world's oldest known noodles. Measured to roughly 4,000 years BP through radiocarbon dating at the Lija archaeolog- archaeological site. Now along Luke is the butchering y- his words. 
Okay, well, you know what? Yellow in along the Yellow River in China, the noodles were found well preserved. Now there was some controversy in this book about the noodles kind of like disintegrated and that kind of shows. Wikipedia isn't always accurate, but you know it's fine. Um, it's fine. It talks. It talks about they basically found a strand of yellow noodle-like structure that was, I think it was made from buckwheat, which was like an older grain. No, it's made of millet, my bad. Millet, wheat, um, millet or wheat. Um, and it came from a part of China that was really old. Now, whether or not radiocarbon dating is active, uh, accurate. Accurate, which <laughs> it pretty it's it's pretty accurate. Not gonna lie, um, so I've read different sources? articles. I um okay then science.org. Um, <laughs> I am searching for a science.org right now because I, I am think there's a science.org. I want to know if that exists. Uh, it, hold on, it got a thing. Oh my gosh, it does. Aha! Victory. Um, yeah, this, I, a, this is complicated science, dude. Yeah, I, I do not thought it was complicated I, science. I do not think your sources are on here, but that is some very fancy science. Yes, it is. I I do like my fancy science. Um, so if you want some I, fancy science about forbidden planets and alien worlds in T-cell cancer research, then uh, try science.org, but oh, it's sciencemag.org. That is tricky. It took what I put in and added some stuff. Uh, Oopsie. Well, I mean, at least it exists, right? Eh, Something close enough. Something close enough. It's true. I pulled a random name out of my head, and I'm... It's probably not what I used, but uh, there you go. So you're basically a genius. Basically. Like, just for being honest right now and humble too um, yes extremely <laughs> where was i oh that's right Ooh. yes cannelloni 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 magnificent is that it's, like a pocket pasta it's a tubular pasta a tubular pasta i was wrong <laughs> do you mean cannoli or do you mean cannoli no. Can cannelloni. It's, cannelloni. It has two ends and no, it has three ends, but two of the ends are together and two L's. Ladies and gentlemen, pasta names. That pasta. is magnificent right there. Like all of these have two L's in them. What the heck? <laughs> Not really, but like a lot of them do. There you go. Um oh, that's right. Before I forget, because I know I will, because I'm very scatterbrained, I said all that to say that. Pasta is very old, you know, getting back to the main point. Um, off topic. Off topic. And it really has traveled all along kind of the world throughout the many years. Like, you know, I know there's I know there's a little bit of debate over whether or not, you know, it started in Italy or it started in China. Because they're both very old civilizations that claim to have a long-term heritage with pasta. However, I'm sure that it, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sure that both have very old ties to it, obviously. And who knows? It could have been created around the same time of two random people across the earth going, hey, 
What if we took this stuff, smacked it together with this liquid, and then rolled it out and turned it into a rope-like structure that we ate? Um, and, or and am I kind it, of... And they found delicious, and thus food... Pasta was thus, born. Yay. I literally, for my birthday dinner, chose pasta because it is amazing. So, like, I'm very thankful to these... Whoever this person or people were, I am thankful. Nice. Nice. Pasta's a good choice. It really is. It's very mm-hmm. delicious. Hashtag mm-hmm. sponsor, but not really sponsored. I mean, how could um, pasta sponsor us? <laughs> that is a great question. Like, just the embodiment corporation of pasta says, hey, no, you complimented us. We want wait, to give you money. You know who what? could sponsor us? The I don't National know. Pasta Association. <sighs> You're so right. You're actually so right. That is one of we my fun like... facts. I found out that there is such a thing as the National Pasta Association. Well, you know what? Shout out to National Pasta Association. If you're listening to this, give we us money, really appreci- <laughs> We appreciate you guys. Gosh, Lissy. Um, yeah, and give us money. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I just got straight to the point there. Not that's really. true. We, we honestly don't need sponsors. We're doing this for fun, but joking about sponsorships is really fun. It is very fun, yes. If we ever get a real sponsor, we're not going to take it seriously whatsoever and lose the sponsorship so fast. That's true. Our first sponsor is probably going to be like the National Pasta Society, and we're going to be like, okay. <laughs> and they're going to give us like two cents an hour or something like No, two cents a podcast thing. Yes. Which I mean... Yeah. I mean, then we'll just have to make many podcasts all the time. That's true. That's true. We'll crank out like We can 200... make a bunch of two-minute podcasts. <gasps> there you go. And then make... we'll string them all together, and then I'll make one big one, but they have to pay us two cents every single time. We probably shouldn't be talking about this What in the same episode we asked them to sponsor us. Yeah. I don't think that's very wise. This is not a good plan. This is not a good plan. Yeah, this was not well thought out. Yeah, on all of our secrets. That's true. That's very true. If we it's in a relationship if they sponsor us. We're committed. Yeah. It's true. Um wait, it was there. I remember now. Okay. Uh we were talking about pasta and how it's old, trying to rope us back to somewhat of a point. Um yeah. <laughs> and how it's been a staple for many generations. Oh, I was also talking about how it was formed. To be honest, something like pasta probably came from an accident. In fact, most types of recipes do. For an example, pasta, the basics of it, like the basic basic, uh, is made with flour and eggs or a different type of liquid like olive oil or another vegetable oil or just good old water. Generally, add some salt in there for flavor. Or maybe even sometimes sugar. But those are the basic ingredients of pasta. So, I think it can make sense to me that if, you know, somebody's walking along the bag of flour and it was raining and they tripped on a rock or a piece of wood or maybe an animal like a cat and then they fell. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe pasta was created because of a cat. You never know. I and sincerely hope so. That would be awesome. But, but then it like it got wet and then they rolled it around and then they said this is pretty interesting. And then one creative person said, you know what? Let's see how this tastes. And then thus pasta was born 
and it created a heritage, a no a lineage would be a better word to last generations future in time, generations ahead in time. There we go. Um, okay. So you never know. Usually recipes, like I said, end up that way, are created that way, though, that somebody is being creative, and they could be even, they could be a scientist researching something that accidentally, I know, I think pretzels were created that way, that somebody accidentally spilled alkaline on something, and then they later studied it, and then we get pretzels from that. Uh, Don't quote me on that, though. I'm not sure. But I know there have been instances where a scientist is researching a certain chemical and he's got his lunch next to it. And that chemical spills out on his lunch and he's like, oh, man, now I'm going to starve today. But he's like, wait a minute. This could actually lead to something. And then his creativity takes him down a new path. And then, boom, we get like pretzels or cheeseburgers or pizza. Probably not how any of those things work, but I'm just throwing out names. Um, okay, you're just kind of throwing out all the popular food groups to grab people's attention. There you go. And I think, I think if I was going to say anything that people would actually take away from that is that don't be afraid to be creative because it could lead to something really, really cool. Now, boundaries, of course, please don't light anybody on fire or anything <laughs> else on fire. Um, Fire's fun. Fire is fun, but it you know, it damages things. Um, so be responsible, but don't be afraid to be creative because you could end up creating something really awesome. That's all I had. Okay. My next fun pasta name is uh-huh. Paparadele. Paparadele. That's Paparadele. fun. It's fun to say, but my fun fact is that most names of pasta are pretty unappetizing. So, like, if you translate it, it means something that sounds kind of gross. So, who knows? I'm not translating any of these because I don't want to think of, like, little tongues or little ears or little worms (laughs) when I'm trying to eat pasta. (laughs) Sorry to any (laughs) listeners who are eating pasta while listening to this. (laughs) It's don't worry, those are all like really obscure pasta things, so you're probably not eating the ones that translate to that, but like I'm I'm never looking any of these up because yikes. That's true. You don't want to ruin pasta for yourself. That would not I be do good. not. That would be so tragic. Plus Google translates like horrible. I tried to translate something in Spanish this morning and it like it didn't work like at all. Why are you I translating asked... things in Spanish? Oh, I was bored. I was like, ah, let's <laughs> translate stuff on Google Translate. Because, you know, if you're going to do anything while you're bored, you might as well play around with Google Translate. Because it's hilarious. But you can translate things like, um, what's up, man? And then it'll give you something. And then you take that and you put it back in, like translate from Spanish to English, and then you can flip it, translate from English. No, it's English to Spanish, then flip it to Spanish to English. And then the thing that it gave you initially can you can sometimes end up different when you translate it a second time. And it's like, okay, if you gave me this in the first place and I'm asking you for it again, why does it mean different things? Because um, which, grammar. Yeah, I get that. And Different and but in general, language, Google's yeah. a little confused. 
Google gets extra confused with like ancient languages. Hashtag Koine Greek. Oh, uh, they're the one who introduced us to that fact, and it was that's very true. the most entertaining part of a certain thing activity we did at one point in our lives. That was that's... not vague at all. Exactly. It just don't forget the, that it was in a place at a time, and there were human beings there that breathed, and, and it lived. was funny. And it was funny, yes. Just to make and, sure we get enough details in there. Yes, as many details as possible. Anyway, exactly. Moving next on. pasta, fusilli. Fusilli? That sounds fancy right there. It does, but it's really just shaped pasta. That's, oh. <laughs> well. So it's just pasta that's been cut into a shape. It's not like a ribbon or a tube or a strand or a whatever. It's a shape. Isn't it like all pasta, though? Because if pasta starts out as a lump of dough or like a ribbon that you smooth out, doesn't that, isn't that kind of shaping it? Even, even the lump of dough, you're putting it into a shape. And then, One could oh, argue that. That's true. I'm, okay. I want to take this time, though. If we're talking about shapes, I would like to finish how to make pasta. So I've given the viewers so far basic pasta recipe. You got your flour, and you got your liquid, and then usually, like, salt. Next, what you do, because, you know, pasta recipe, I gotta explain pasta, is you're going to want to take that water and mix it with the flour. Shocking development. Um, or, if you want to use eggs, you can use, like, you know, four large eggs, four large eggs for around half a cup to three-fourths flour. Um, you obviously, whenever tidbit here of cooking advice whenever you're baking or whenever you're cooking things like pasta you want to try to be exact now pasta is a little bit different especially with the moisture content because depending on even what temperature your room is that you're cooking in or the humidity level in your room example if it's really hot outside like it's summertime there's going to be a lot of moisture in the air more than it will be in wintertime because you're going to have different winds moving along in the air current. Um, you're going to have different things taking place season-wise. And you're going to have different temperatures that result in different chemical reactions. A lot of cooking is just chemical reactions. It's an art. It's a skill. It's a trade. It's a science. Cooking is really, really cool. Um, part of that in pasta is making sure that you have an even level of moisture so that your dough isn't too wet, but it's not too dry. You want it to be able to stick together, but you don't want it to be like sweating as you're moving it along. I found that that can affect the texture of your noodles and can affect the ability for them to stay together. So you don't now, want sweaty noodles. You don't want sweaty noodles. And you want to look up a good wholesome recipe for this if you've a wholesome got some recipe you don't want some wholesome. sketchy recipe you want a, mm -hmm. a wholesome recipe this is true if you've got grandma you know i don't know grandma to cannoli that's not a that is a stereotype grandma de right cannoli there. grandma de cannoli there you go you if she's got a if she's got a 500 year old pasta recipe use that one because that one probably works 
Um, if you find one on Food Network that's got a good amount of reviews on it, they're pretty good. People who are around your skill level seem to be saying, yep, this is makeable. Maybe go for that one and try it out. You can always tweak your recipes to your preference once you've made it once or twice. I found that if you want to master a recipe, bake it once, cook it once. Don't be afraid of how it will turn out then. That's your test run. You want to follow everything exactly, and you want to see how you feel about that recipe once it's over. If it was too hard, if you liked it or not, if you would make it again. If you, you know, check the boxes on those three questions, you like it, it was tasty, easy to make, and you would be down to do it again next week, make it again next week. And maybe this time, probably not, I'd follow it again one more just to get it, you know, down. Maybe mix things up, add a little spice. Maybe take away a little bit of spice. Uh, change the amount of cook time that you want. Change the, if it's like pasta, change the way you use it. And you can find that recipes can have a lot of versatility for a lot of different things. Again, use the example of pasta. You can make... Um, yes, low-key, someone who should be listening to this podcast and isn't, I will know, because I'm expecting an email for that comment. Um. (laughs) i mean to be honest there are hundreds you could make spaghetti and meatballs you could make soup you could make uh as a side you could uh make Mm. all the things because all the things chef leo over here has given you all the tips on how to do the chemistry cooking thing exactly um like and like as he said, hundreds of thousands the way to just use one recipe called pasta. And I mean, granted, you mix other things with that pasta. It's not just the dough, but it's really versatile. Like maybe you're making soup. So you need some orzo, which is a soup pasta. Uh-huh. So you could try making orzo, which fun fact about pasta that these crazy names I'm reading off. Most of them are based off of the verb of the action that's used to make it. So it's either like named after the shape, which is usually something kind of gross. So like, don't look that up. Mm -hmm. Or it's the verb of the action that they do to make the pasta. That right there is like bilingual science. That's pretty cool. That does. That's not a thing. No, that's not. That kind of didn't make sense at all. That's okay. Hey, I tried. <laughs> participation award right there. <laughs> yes, I, I'll give you a participation award for that. <laughs> oh, um, hashtag there was an attempt. <laughs> what are you even saying? I don't know. I don't social media, but I tried. Again, participation award. I'm like collecting <laughs> all the trophies tonight. I'm going to have like a decked out trophy case by the end of this episode. A it's decked out great. imaginary trophy case. Imaginary because we're poor and cannot afford trophies. But that's okay. That is <laughs> that's why okay. every episode we ask for a different sponsor. <laughs> exactly. Hey, <laughs> pasta is easy to make and it's low cost. So we can just eat pasta while we're poor and it'll be delicious. That's why all the college students have ramen. Exactly. Um, Be careful of ramen though because it's packaged and, uh, you know. Sketchy. Sketchy, exactly. 
Uh, but ramen like, is great. No, in the no, pinch. no harm against ramen. I mean, ramen. If you want to sponsor us, I've heard you're great. Never tried you myself because my parents just don't buy it. But like, I've heard it's great. I have, yeah, I have tried ramen before. Is um, it good? It's versatile. It is a decent, good starting. That base. was a dodge. I don't know what you're talking about. You can make ramen <laughs> is very versatile. Um, I've I've seen people make things with ramen like fix broken vases and stuff they use cooked ramen and then they like file and sand it down and then like they paint it and put glaze over it and you can like fix vases with it and stuff that's true i've seen that too i don't know how well that works but it looked like it worked pretty well and it was like from some reviewer people that i trust so yeah now if we want to stop and pause right there and just think okay so the food item they can use to fix vases is the same food item that we're eating. I don't know if that shakes anybody like it shakes me just a little bit. But it's you know what? Fine. You can build with flour as a thickening agent and cornstarch as a thickening agent. Just like you use it to thicken food. You can thicken concrete and food with cornstarch, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That's I'm not a scientist. I don't know either. I thought... Yeah, I, I actually don't know that either. That sounds fun to research. I'll, okay. I'll research that next. Okay. Put it on the list. <laughs> Put it on the list of random <laughs> things to research and have obscure knowledge about. Exactly. We'll Ooh. change this to, like, obscure thoughts instead of bookful thoughts. Let's go. <laughs> Literally, we will have no listeners because we would be talking about the most random stuff. No one would ever feel like why, like, there would be no reason because we're never talking about anything relevant to anybody. That is very true. Just like take a nosedive into BuzzFeed and Reddit and see what we find, and then that'll be it. But I think that's already been done, and nobody would care. So I think book for thoughts is a good idea. You're right. So do I, even though we're talking about pasta. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, I've got... You mentioned a cookbook. We're good. I know. I've got like four cookbooks in front of me right now. I'm ready. I was actually going to talk about this episode. Um, Finishing up pasta, by the way. Just last little tidbit. Um, When you roll pasta dough, this is like the finishing touch. So you've mixed your flour and your liquid. Generally, it's going to be eggs for Italian pasta. So you get that all in there. You got a little dough ball that you're working with. It's coming together, right? Now, when you're in that stage, you definitely want to pay attention to what the recipe says on how long you want to mix it or, might I say, knead it. That's the better term. Um, so and gen- how long do you get to punch it? Uh, yeah, it, uh, that, that depends. Basically, it's like I'm I going know with that because it sounds more fun. It is. It is very fun. Not going to lie. I do like punching things. Um, I found, though, that Take you can use... Take that out of context. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yes, the uh, power of audio editing is a very scary thing. But it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, just don't ever try to be a politician. Yes, please don't. Uh, and if we do, we're just going to, like, slide this podcast into non-existence. It'll be great. Uh, excuse me. Uh, finishing that up, though. Lastly, you want to make sure that it's rolled out. It's kneaded enough. I have found that using a kitchen aid uh, blender with a dough. Hook, Audio has dough gone. Hook. Wait, 
Audio oh, you still there? cut out for a second. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three confirmed. Woo! Excelente. But I'd start um, over that thought again because it cut out. My bad. I'll work on that on video editing. Yay! Video That's editing? like another. Yeah, I'll wait a wait a minute. Um, my bad. Audio editing. That's like another. That that comment just cost me like thirty minutes right there. So hooray! That'll be great. Hello. Um, hello. Uh, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. It's just cutting out again. All right. Just put a bunch of bleeps here. It'll be great. It'll, it'll be fine. Everything can be fixed. Woo! Woo! We're so professional. All right, You're anyway, what so were you saying? So I was finishing up the talk about kneading dough. I said that a kitchen aid blender or any type of blender that you might have on in wait sorry kitchen aid mixer excuse me a kitchen aid mixer is the best option that you'd want to use one of the best options it's very quick it's very easy and it, if you have one they hashtag usually come with sponsored. a hashtag not sponsored it comes with a <laughs> dough hook though and then you turn that on for maybe you know 12 to 20 minutes not 12 to 20 minutes if you got a kitchen aid um maybe like eight to 12 minutes and then you've got this very lovely all the way needed a beautiful little ball of dough what you want to go what you're going to want to do is just wrap that in some shrink wrap let it alone for 30 minutes very important whenever we're working with doughs especially with pasta you want to let that gluten relax Basically, you've mixed everything up and the gluten's all tense. It's like, what the heck is this? What is life? And you just want to let it alone, let it chill out. Sometimes you can just throw a towel over it and set it on a warm oven to kind of let it, um, well, you set it in a bowl over it with a towel over it and a warm oven to kind of let it proof, chill out, everything relaxed. And then once it's done with breads, you'd want it to double in size. This isn't breads. These are noodles. So uh, depending on what the recipe says, I'd say about 30 minutes to an hour. You take that. If you have a KitchenAid, I'd recommend getting a pasta roller if you're going to make pasta. If not, like if it's a novelty thing that you want to try once or twice in your lifetime, uh, rolling out with a rolling pin's all good. Um, it'll take you a little bit longer and your pasta might not be as uniform, but you'll still get that rustic good look. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, but like, hold um, on. I'm going to interrupt you yes. for a quick question. What if you're making yep. gluten-free pasta because, like, allergies are a thing? Of course. Gluten-free pasta is a little bit different. Um, I would recommend looking into rice noodles, if that's a thing. If that, it that's is a okay. thing. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. If that's not a thing for you to use, that's okay. But if it is, rice noodles are very good, and I'd recommend using those. Um, however, for non-gluten pasta... I would recommend using either almond or maybe, man, yeah, almond flour, um, maybe coconut flour. What if you have nut problems? If you have nut problems? Like you have nut uh, allergies and gluten allergies. Um, zoodles. <laughs> Zucchini noodles. Okay, do you know Zucchini how, noodles. Like, not amazing those are? Like, they're good, but also, like... No. I, I know. I know. It's it's raw zucchini. Well, boiled raw zucchini that you're supposed to eat like it's noodles and everything's fine. 
I do know, actually, I watched a Shark Tank video. Shark Tank episode, my bad. Hashtag sponsored, but not really sponsored. Uh-huh. Um, and they had this thing. It was like a heart of palm uh, noodle thing. It was basically, you got palm, and there's a heart of it, and they take it, and they make noodles out of it. And it was like pretty much like pasta, but still not really like pasta. It's kind of like the zoodles, but not really. I know heart of palm is something people generally like to eat. I've never eaten it before. I'm like, so I have I no don't... idea what you're talking about. You're speaking fancy food now. Forget fancy food. It's not fancy food. I know. This is a very special episode. We've moved on. We have transcended to the next level of fanciness, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's been a long road, but you guys have been here with us. So thank you for that. A long yes. road of like three episodes. Ooh. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. Yes. We're gonna one day we're gonna look back, it's gonna be like episode fifteen and we're gonna 15. take a listen. We're gonna take a listen back to all of our old episodes and gonna be like, What were we on when we made these? Okay, literally that's gonna be in like two or three months. My goodness, yes, that's weird to feel. With, I'm already filled with regret about the first episode. Like, anytime I hear the intro to that, I'm immediately <laughs> like, ah, and I cringe. And so I do not let people play it in my presence. Hey, we got like 20 views on that first one, though. Hey, oh, that's shout so out. exciting. I know. And shout out to those 20 people who clicked listen on that first episode. If you're still here, good for you. Also, if you're not, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're a new uh-huh. viewer, listener, person, thank you. Join us. Yes. You can listen Join to that us. first episode and increase the 20 people, but also, like, it's super cringy, so you don't have to. It's true. But and it hey, will give you a lot more context. Yes, it will. Yes, it definitely will. And maybe even the second episode, too. I think that's where we talked about how to pick a book. So oh, yeah. that'd be a good one, too. Um, I actually, fun fact, I used that. We have a new library that opened up in our area. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't been there yet, and I'm so excited. It's actually really cool. It's two floors, so that's pretty neat. I know. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. <laughs> um, I'm but legitimately I, doing homework there as often as possible once I'm I know. responsible for driving people everywhere. Okay. Uh, but... It really was. It really was nice because they had a bunch of areas that where you could just sit and do homework. It was quiet. It was clean. And you could, like, look over all of the city area that it was stationed in. So, Ooh. 9 out of 10 would recommend. Um, I am excited. Okay, I will make it more yes. of a priority to get to that location. But, like, also, life. <laughs> That's true. That Moving amen on. right there. To get Moving back on. on topic. I've already talked yes. about spatzel, right? Yes. Uh, no. Talk about it. Spatzel. Let us know. It's a shaped pasta. Yo, that's cool. Anything else, or is it just shaped? Just All I know is it's shaped. That's literally all Google tells you. It just says, it gives you each the name, and it like has a little picture above it, but I only wrote down the name and like what it wrote underneath about whether like it's a ribbon pasta, shaped pasta, soup pasta tubular pasta then this one is a shaped pasta <clears throat> magnificent but i love the name it it, it just pleases me and it, it, i i just like it yeah i wouldn't look it up though because then you would be mortified but i'm glad you like it 
it, it sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and a mm-hmm. fun fact: the world's largest bowl of pasta weighed seven thousand nine hundred kilograms, and who's it took cook, who... over nineteen hours to cook and prepare it, and forty who's... chefs. Wait, who's 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 eating that pound of pot? Not pound of pasta. Who's eating that bowl of pasta? How many people ate that bowl of pasta? And what were they on when they made that bowl of pasta? I am very curious. It was 40 chefs, and they were on We Are Determined to Make or Beat the World Record. Clearly. Clearly. And I wonder... You know what? I bet if we rounded up enough people, we could beat that, though. Like... Think but about you'd have it. To like, okay, you'd have to get a lot of people, and you would have to get um, a Guinness World Record person, official blah, 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 blah. And I think there's, like, a uh... whole form. Like, it takes a lot to be able to even do that. So, like, that's too much that's effort lame. for me. But I bet if you want to make that a goal, you do it. That's true. We can start a GoFundMe. We're going to make, like... Yeah. 82,000 pounds of pasta, and then we're going to have, like, an entire community come and eat it. That would eat be... all the people. All the people. Going to, like, bathe it in marinara sauce. It'll be great. Oh, It'll do, be... You know, do you know how much money you would have to spend on marinara sauce? Get, get a brand of marinara sauce to sponsor it so that they're giving you yes. money to be able to buy all the flour and eggs and whatever you need to make your pasta and they're supplying the marinara sauce. They'll buy it in bulk. And then that yeah. that sounds like a plan. We're go- Here we go. Bookful thoughts. Wait, uh, no, 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 wait, no. I was I'm about to say. I'm roped into this. Hold on a second. <laughs> I was... Leo from Bookful Thoughts. <laughs> from Bookful this. Thoughts. Lissy is watching from the sidelines and being <laughs> amused. <laughs> <laughs> I'll at least make you a little bit of pasta too. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, eat, I'll eat some of the pasta. Some of the pasta, solid thirty pounds, just a little bit off the top. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, my next type of pasta that I probably can't pronounce and I've never heard of before: vermicelli. Vermicelli. That's a cool one. It's a strand pasta. What the difference between a strand and a rope pasta is? Couldn't tell you, but it's a strand pasta. That's cool. We're yep. learning a lot about pasta this episode. We are. Like we are. We're educating lots of people. It's true. I hope, listeners, that we have delivered an adequate pasta episode for you this. Because yeah. we're enjoying this. And I hope you are too. Yes. To close out this episode, since we are very close, to, like we're almost at 45 minutes as we're recording this. Which, like, that is the longest we have ever gone. Like, what? This is a landmark for us right here. Wow. Benchmark. Never mind. My bad. Close enough. We're moving up in the world. So so many accomplishments. So many. Final fun fact. Gordon Ramsay holds the pasta world record for the longest pasta sheet rolled in 60 seconds. I believe it. I firmly believe it with all of my heart. He did it on one of his many shows. It was 144.78 centimeters long. 
I don't know how impressive that is, but good for Gordon Ramsay. Don't swear so much. It is fairly long, and he did it in 60 seconds. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. If it was that long, he probably wasn't using a pasta roller. So he probably did that by hand. He was using a pasta roller. I can see it in the picture. Oh, that's cool then. I don't know how he did that, but props to Gordon Ramsay. He's a professional chef who's also a celebrity and just all the things. Hashtag sponsored, but not really sponsored. Gordon Ramsay, you want to come on here? We can do another food episode. Yes. Don't swear so much, but we would be glad to have you. Yeah. We're we're trying to be fairly family friendly. Family friendly, ladies and gentlemen. Wholesome. Wholesome, indeed. Very much indeed. Hey, that's a... That was a reference to the beginning of the episode. That's fun. Now we're referencing ourselves. This is awesome. Oh my goodness, we're so great. Wait, how do we end this again? I have no idea. I think we do something different every time because I honestly don't remember how we end this. I don't know either. Maybe we're just caught in a loop. Like, do we get to get? Do we get to leave? Is this the Matrix? What is life? We're we're stuck for.